Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host and publisher of Christian Living Magazine. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I'm so excited today to have my friend, Randy B. Funk, a local Christian hip-hop artist and young philanthropist with a huge heart. And if you think his name is familiar, you're right. We have at least have had at least a mention about Randy B.'s incredible causes in our November-December issue of Christian Living Magazine since 2017. And a lot of this year, we've, ha- we've highlighted you in a lot of our issues this year. Randy, thank you so much. Randy B., I always do that. I am so sorry. <laughs> That's your dad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Randy B., thank you for joining me. How thank are you. you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited, and I really uh, appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to come back on the show. Love yeah. it. Well, actually, you know, we've gotten to know each other over the years. We and have. I hope that you kind of look at me like a favorite aunt or something. But anyway. <laughs> yes, auntie, yes. Auntie Sandy. Yes, yep. auntie Sandy. There you go. <laughs> so you turned 19 earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I think you're the youngest guest we've ever had on the radio show. Really? And now you're not the youngest in the magazine because we've got Sadie in there right now, who's a sweet, inspiring young gal. Um, but anyway, um, so a little history mm-hmm. for our listeners who, who don't kind of know the history. So in October of 2017, I received my very first Randy B. Um, public service announcement about your annual SOS drive. And I remember, it's so funny, um, I opened my email and here's your picture and you're this 14-year-old mm-hmm. cute kid. And um, at that time, you were doing a, a drive to collect socks and stuffies, which I loved, um, for the River of Life Men's Shelter and City Light Wim- Home for Women and Children, for the, which is which are Boise Rescue Mission. Right, yep. Um, properties. I thought, I thought, oh, this is sweet and it's fun. We got to figure out how we can do our our part to help this and so um so we did we jumped in that year and we did your we published your psa mm-hmm. and i snuck into one of your drop stops and drop socks in your in your box yeah and, <laughs> yeah and um but as time passed my inbox received more and more of your psas about projects you were doing many of them centered on your love for hip-hop music and concerts to benefit the boise rescue mission that's right yeah so I'm not going to lie. It piqued my attention. I was intrigued. And I asked myself often, who is this young man? And is he really, is he really all these PSAs make him out to be? So I got curious. And the only way to reach you is through your manager, Michelle. So as time passed, I got to communicating more and more with her. I got to know her. And then ultimately, she trusted me enough to let me have access to you. Yay! <laughs> And so, and the rest is history. Yeah, that's right. But folks, listeners, I got to tell you, Randy B is the real deal. I don't think I've ever met a teenager so eager to serve, to serve the Lord, to serve other people. He has the biggest heart for homeless and downtrodden, including animals. So you're a 19-year-old high school senior. Yep. And a sophomore at Liberty University. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, how do you do that? Well, so I started going, taking college classes, um, like my sophomore year of high school, just cause I figured like, why not get ahead of it? Right. 
And uh, it was just it sounded like a good idea to me. And so I just try to get as many general, you know, the prerequisites like college AP English and that sort of stuff to get out of the way so that once I finally do make that jump from high school to college officially, that I'll be able to really just focus on whatever it is that I want to do. And I'm studying psychology right now. Um, and I will graduate high school and I'll be able to jump in um, either just I'll, be, I'll have like one or two, a couple more credits and then I'll be a sophomore in college. So I'll be I'll be jumping ahead almost a whole year from that so it's that's, pretty cool that's crazy and psychology yeah i took one semester of psychology in college did you like it no no <laughs> one. how do i say this nicely no <laughs> <laughs> well it's like philosophy and science mixed together and i don't know i feel like it's a really interesting space and there's a lot of growth happening right now and there's always just new things new advancements and new discoveries in it yeah. and i really find that it's fun to, it's just really cool to me to have a small part of that, you know? Um, and I love talking with people and hearing their stories and just learning about people's lives. And, and I, I just like to help people through, get through things, you know? Um, so with a psychology degree, I can, you know, go into counseling or sort, sorts of things like that. And I'd honestly love to be able to do something like that with my life. So um, one of our daughter-in-laws, yeah. her, one of her primary focuses was in college was psychology. Nice. And that's not, she doesn't, She's not a counselor, but I believe that she excels at what she does mm -hmm. because she has a better understanding right. of people in general, mm -hmm. and it has opened up great doors for her. And so regardless of what you decide to do with it, yeah. I, I think it's great. I think the reason I didn't like it mm -hmm. is I was a young mother. I was working two jobs, and it was a an auditorium-type classroom mm. at a local university that won't be named. So it was echoey. Yeah. And the the professor was monotone. Mm, that's never good. And <sighs> so he would put me to sleep because I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. And so I re would record his classes and yeah. then I'd play them on the cassette player in my car. That's how old I am. <laughs> and one day I fell asleep listening to him while I was driving. And I was like, okay, I got to, you know, I'm just going to have to do the best I can and hope for a C and get out of this class. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, probably in a different time and space, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. it was, it was a, it was a very tough class for me. So how did you get interested in that? In psychology? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I honestly, like I said, just, I really love to talk with people and just have conversations about life and about, um, really anything, anything and everything. Um, I really like to have deeper conversations with people um, about just, you know, like just what life means to them, you know, and purpose and, and future and past and um, what it means to really be in the present and be in the now and, and to, you know, just be living and realizing that we're breathing beings and we have consciousness and we're able to think and we're like the only species that can actually have like a three-layered thought where we're thinking and we can realize that we're the ones thinking that's that thing inside of us that's our soul and that's different than really animals or anything else we're the only ones that can really notice that and really come to a realization of like oh no this is me inside of this shell this body so that's kind of what really interests me in it is that it kind of explains or at least it directs you your attention towards that type of science which is you know behavior and why people do the things that we do and we could use all the explaining we can get for that i need more explanations on why our world's going crazy right now so <laughs> psychology helps a little bit with that so i, I get that <laughs> i get that um so you'll graduate from from high school in May, is uh -huh. that correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. And then do you you anticipate more traditional college? 
Are you gonna, yeah. you're just going to plug in or are you going to try to wipe out your sophomore year in one semester? <laughs> uh, well, so like I get busy. And um, so right now having just the two classes along with my high school se- schedule has been manageable. Um, and so once I'm you know done with high school, I'll probably either probably go two or three classes in college and just take it at a slow pace since I already have so much other stuff I have to go with and, and deal with all the time. Um, but I definitely want, I think getting, you know, my education is important and getting a degree. It's something that's important to me, at least I'd like to do that. So, um, after high school, yeah, I'm going to keep going. Liberty university is, has been really cool and, um, I'm doing the online version of it. So where I'm able to travel and bring my work with me wherever I might end up. And, uh, that's been a really big blessing to me, you know, to be able to go on tour and to travel and still be able to, to go to school at the same time. Stay on top of your, your studies that's yeah. good so i personally believe that everyone should dream big because god dreams big for all of us that's right um and you know my own ministry is is a testament to that we're, we're easily three times bigger than i ever dreamed we would ever be yeah and so it just shows that god dreams bigger than we do um so in your wildest dreams mm-hmm. what's your dream for the future Okay, so here it is. Bear with me. Ready? Okay. okay. So a couple years ago, um, where I am now today, just being able to, like, so recently I opened for KB, who's an artist that I've listened to since I was a kid. Like, growing up, that was my Reach Records and, and Lecrae and, and all the Christian hip-hop artists that I grew up listening to. And then I got the opportunity to open for him at Summer Splash, Roaring Springs. And, like, a couple years ago, that I wouldn't, I would maybe think maybe in my mid to late 20s I'd get that opportunity. Maybe when I put a couple albums out and I had a million fans, million followers, whatever you want to say. And it happened way sooner than I thought it would. And, of course, I've had a lot of other amazing opportunities too. But that one really stood out to me because I never thought that I would get there this fast, this soon. And so kind of like that anticipation and that build up to to that point. And now it's over. And now I'm like, wow, like now what it's like or oh, I feel like we're always chasing the next thing and the next thing and it's it was just like I have to take a pause and just realize like that was a big goal and dream that I had already beforehand and God brought that to me and allowed me to achieve that and so just like realizing like I've already done so much you know what I mean and it's it's just like it's really cool to to think about the fact that like when I was younger, I've already achieved some of those goals that I thought would take me 20 years to get to. And of course that, you know, you never stop, you know, striving for, for the next thing and the next big plans you have. But for me, like, honestly, I'm happy just doing what I'm doing right now. And, and if I can grow what I'm already building and doing, that's my, that would be amazing to me to be able to grow my service drive. Like the first year I started my SOS service drives, we had 400 donations. And this last year we had over 7,500 donations. And this year we're on track to hit 10,000. And so every year it's grown. And same with my music, like I've, I've grown listeners. My listener base has grown. I have listeners all across the country now. And at first it was just my town. And now I'm seeing support from everywhere. And it's been incredible just to see what God's um, doing through this. And he's allowing me to grow and to excel and um, to give him the glory through music and through um, community service and just through conversation. So that's my goal. I hope to just keep doing this and grow the scale of, of, of what we're doing. I love that. I love that. And, I, and I'm encouraged that you're going to continue with your SOS drives and your community service because that um, often I think we see, um, and, and don't take this wrong, please, but we see kids do it because it's cute and it gets a lot of attention. Yeah. But as they become adults, that kind of wanes away. Right. And I'm so proud of you 
No, I'm um, sticking with it. So for, for you to stick with it because it's it's so needed. The rescue mission does so much. Mm-hmm. Um, people hear a lot about the rescue mission from me because it is one of my pet projects. Yeah. But part of that is because they take no government funding. Right. They are computed, true. community supported 100%. And so people like you um, and, and others in our community who do these things to go out and help. I was recently, um, so Reverend Bill's on our cover right now. Mm-hmm. And he was here in the studio with me a couple weeks ago. And in getting ready to interview him, I was on their wants and needs page. And I was shocked at some of the things they were asking for because I personally have never been homeless. Right. I didn't think about them needing socks mm-hmm. or part of part of this, the quiet part of your drive is underwear and, and yeah. different things that they need. I never thought about that. I never thought about children needing snow boots. Yeah. So it's amazing to me that so early in life, because you were 11 when you started your SOS drives. Yes. Yeah. You saw that need. And you acted on it. I yeah. love that. But why the rescue mission? What was what was the what well, was the drive there? So me and my family, if I remember right, we were um, volunteering at one of their. Uh, it was a it was a thing during Christmas time, and what it was, we were we were down there, and I saw a bunch of kids that were my age and even younger than me, and I was like I said, eleven, right around there, and I saw kids that were my age, and they had no place to go for Christmas. They had no presents. They were just there in a place that was unfamiliar and unknown. Um, and, you know, I'm sure I, I, I couldn't even imagine putting myself in their shoes because I don't know what that would be like. But I could just see that they were they were just sad. They were they weren't comforted. They were, you know, scared of what of what they were experiencing. And it was all unfamiliar to them. And at that point, like that was one of the first things I remember that really initiated that fire in my heart to to start a change and to start a movement here in Idaho. Um, and ever since, I, I remember that. And there's, there's lots of other moments that have kind of led up to it. Like like there was one time I was at a, a hip-hop, I was at one of my concerts, and there was this one younger kid who came up to me. It was We were packing up, loading the trucks and the vans to, to head out with all of our equipment, right? It was the end of the night. And it was around, I think, 10, 30, 11. And it was just, it was dark out, pitch black. We were using flashlights and our phone cameras to, to see where everything was and pick up cords and stuff. And then there was this one kid who was left at the at the skate park that we were at doing the show. And he came up to me um, and he just kind of opened his heart up to me about it. And we were kind of like wondering where his parents were or where he was going to get home. And we were just, you know, worrying about his safety at that point. Um, but he said, no, he like comes out all the time and it's just normal. Um, and I mean, that was just weird. There was no accountability there for anything. He was just free to do whatever he wanted and there was no one really looking after him. And so that really stuck with me. And he was explaining like, he has a a board on his wall uh, in his house, in his room where it was his father. He died in a a car crash and he has this board on his wall where I'll hang up awards that he's won from school, maybe a good grade or just a trophy for, for something, for a sports, something, a victory, that sort of thing. Um, and he really wanted my, um, my hat that I was wearing at the time and he wanted to put it up on the wall and it was like really sweet, really amazing. Of course I gave it to him and he was, I gave him a hug and, um, you know, I said, we'll get home safe. And there wasn't anything that we could really do, um, at that point, but it really, there's moments like those and there's countless others I could name, but, um, stories like that and just experiences like that. Um, even though I've never, like you said, I've never been homeless myself, but I've witnessed it and witnessed what it might mean to not have someone look out for you a hundred percent, you know, um, and just having people donate and, and donate items and donate donations. It's not going to save them. It's not going to help them 
back on their feet entirely that alone, but it will help them survive and get through another day. And I think that's, I think, you know, that's a, the least we can do for each other. Absolutely. As humans. They'll, they'll know somebody else cares. Yeah. They're not alone. Somebody exactly. else cares. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to shift gears here just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've held eight benefit concerts this year. Is that correct? I've, I think so. Seven? 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 Go with seven, yeah. <laughs> the coach over here. Yeah, I'm honestly. Who wants to be silent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so did you produce them all? Yeah, me and my family, we do everything together. We actually started our own um, promotional company called Fired Up Promotions. And through that, we were able to bring out artists who have, who have hits on radio, such as like Peabod, R. Swift, um, and, and, and many others that we brought out. And we're bringing others more. We just brought out recently Christ Safari, who's a very popular Christian reggae band. They tour everywhere. They're always moving. And so, yeah, we're able to bring out artists, we're able to host concerts, and um, every concert that we host at the Boise Bible College is always a benefit for the Boise Rescue Mission. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. And you do so much all year long. I mean, that's... So we that, stay busy. We do. We do. You, you, you do. Um, so you wrote your first EP, which is, I had to look that up the last time we talked. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a mini album when you were 15. Right. And you released your full album, Divided in 2020. Mm-hmm. How many songs... And albums have you done since then? I have done so. My first album had nine tracks on it, and I had a, I had to battle either release them all as singles or one album, and I chose one album. And then uh, since then, I've released several singles, and I'm also almost finished with a second album and um, a couple other singles that I'll be releasing here um, by the end of the month. That's amazing. So, so I, I so you're so busy because you're in high school, you're in college, mm-hmm. you do all these benefit concerts yeah. and other concerts. Right. Um, I saw. I was. I was snooping on you yesterday. You did somebody's prom. I did. That was so much fun. That was actually. cool. I that that one got past me. I was like, hey, yeah, I have to talk to him about that. That's cool. So, do you have time for a personal life? I do. I do. I I have. Well, through. So it's funny because like through music, I've met a lot of really cool people, and just through like the stuff that I do, like community service and music, like I've met you through this. Like yep. I wouldn't probably have met you otherwise. You know what I mean? And so I've I've made a lot of relationships and friendships through this, um, through what I do. And you know what I mean? And so this is kind of my outlet to, to of course, it's business and it's what I love to do and my passion, but it's also my outlet to meet people and to build relationships with people. Um, and this is kind of how I get the best of both worlds. Um, before that, I used to play baseball. So I had like my team and stuff. We would, we would hang out once in a while. But aside from that, now being like 19, it's like things things are shifting and they're different. And like most of the people that I knew from when I was younger are like moving away and they're going to college somewhere else. And so it's like life's picking up for everyone. And so it's like, now we have to be intentional with relationships and make time, you know what I mean? So beforehand it was just like, you want to meet Friday? And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like we're not doing anything anyway. So now it's like, we have to schedule like three, four weeks in advance. And yeah, it's, oh, it's crazy. Not just me. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, I gotta ask because I know there's there's some young lady out there asking, and she's <laughs> wanting me to know. I don't know who she is. It's, mm-hmm. This was not a this was not a paid for question. <laughs> so, yeah, for, uh, yeah. But is, do you have a girlfriend? I am happily single right now, and um, if I'm not really like intentionally looking right now at all, but if if something organically comes, you know, I'm, I'm totally open to that and just allowing God to move with with um, in regards to that stuff, but. Careful, um, my husband will tell you the exact same story, <laughs> and look what happened. I'm sure. I'm sure it's out there. I know. I know. I know. My my future wife is out there, and um, I just hope she finds me soon. I'm waiting. So I'm there you go. To, hey. <laughs> I've uh, been here. 
Yeah. Where you been? <laughs> there you go. Okay, you heard it here. So one of the questions I get most often about mm-hmm. your music is yeah. about your song Confetti. Yes, Confetti. And I think that part of that is because you had an incredible photo shoot for Confetti. And um, it gets a lot of people's attention. And, yeah. and it's and and especially people in my generation don't stop to look and see what that's really about. Right. So and and I and I don't explain the song very well. So just briefly, <laughs> sure. what's confetti about? Yeah, yeah. So it's not a stance on anything about anything. It is literally just a metaphor for celebrating life. Confetti, what you know, you pop confetti when you're celebrating something, yeah. a wedding, whatever, a party, birthdays. And Confetti, the song Confetti was my first single that I had released after that EP. And it was something that I felt really strongly about, just the the meaning behind the song. And it's all about celebrating life, celebrating the gifts and the blessings that you have wherever you are, wherever you might find yourself, the highs, the lows, anywhere in between. And I think that's super important to remember that, especially people my age, we get so caught up in the future and what the future might hold and about like, like planning on, like I'm in school right now, right? But I, I don't make that my whole identity and I don't put all my weight on that alone. Because if I did, like I'd, I'd become so overwhelmed with just, you know, making sure I get the best grades, the best this, get all the scholarships, this and that. And it's just too much to yeah. deal with. And that's not the only thing. Like I said, like I'm, I'm open to to the relationship coming organically. But I know a lot of people who who are literally spend almost all their time just searching for their next partner. Yep. And it's just too much to deal with. And honestly, it's not healthy. And it really takes your focus away from your life and away from God and away from what your purpose is in this world. Um, because that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to trip you up and, and give you a million roads to go down, a million distractions. Um, and usually a distraction works because you don't realize it's a distraction until it's too late and you waste too much time. So confetti is all about celebrating your blessings, living in the moment and realizing that God will eventually, I mean, God will, will fully be in control because it's true. It's what it is. You are so wise beyond your years. We're down to the last minute, mm-hmm. minute and a half here. Um, I I want to give a shout out to your SOS drive because it does, yeah. again, benefit the Boise Rescue Mission mm-hmm. and the Idaho Humane Society. So tell us, um, again, we're down to the last minute. Yeah, yeah. We'll... Um, tell us about it. Yeah. What are you looking for? And mm-hmm. can you tell us where some of your drop-offs are? Yeah, so we accept all donations you can think of, couches, socks, literally anything. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll take it. We'll accept it. Toys, of course, and pet donations, pet blankets, pet toys. And we have a lot of donation drives this year. I mean, a lot of donation drop-off locations. And we have, we just got a new one, actually, the Egyptian Theater in Boise, our first Boise location. Sweet. So really cool. And we also have the Eagle Fire Department, Star Fire Department, um, and the uh, Meridian Fire Department as well in Meridian City Hall. We have Postal Express, Eagle Christian Church. We have two there. So if you have a bunch of stuff, go to ECC and drop them in those bins. Grade Power Learning, uh, Gateway Mortgage Group, and uh, H3 Pet Foods. So go pick all your pet foods there. All the barrels will take pet food donations, but just give them to H3 because I'm sure they'll be happy to see that there's pet donations coming in. That's cool. So, yeah. So um, so how do people get involved? How do they how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, you can um, hit me up on social media at Randy B. Funk Music, R-A-N-D-Y-B-F-U-N-K Music. You can DM me or you can email me at mcfunk48 at gmail.com. That was fast. So if you've enjoyed this time and would like to read the most recent article about Randy B. Funk, which includes where you can donate new socks, coats, underwear, and pet supplies for the Boise Rescue Mission and the Idaho Humane Society, um, 
You can do so by going to our website, christianlivingmag.com, and find it under Current Issues tab, or better yet, pick up your own copy of the magazine at over 600 locations throughout southern Idaho. Randy B., thank you so much for joining me today. This has been fun, as always. Thank you, Sandy. This this ends our time together this week. Folks, I invite you back next week for our next episode of Christian Living Spotlight, when we'll have another inspirational visitor for you. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com. Or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.